First of all, welcome to the 69th Amendment yes. podcast. Whoa. The only hello everyone. <laughs> the only podcast serving cunt. All right, oh, let's go. Yeah. Cunt. I don't like that that's becoming a thing. <laughs> but we can move past it. It's that. been a thing. If you served cunt, you'd know. I don't know I don't, what it means. I'm a nice man. I okay. just I just heard someone say that white men shouldn't say it, so now I say it all the time because that's the kind <laughs> yeah. of guy I am. Yeah. I, I will say <laughs> that's I d- serving cunt. Yeah. I d- that is serving cunt. I don't think serving cunt is racially motivated at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it was a racially motivated attack. He served cunt at her. <laughs> We're here with Gabby Jordan Brown. <laughs> yes, the Gabby Jordan. The Brown. The Gabby Jordan Brown. Uh, I want to know what it's like to date Gabby Jordan. Brown. We were just talking. Oh, what it's like to That's date That's what I me? thought of before mm. I did the intro. Gosh, what is it like to date are you a real? Me? Are you a real pain in the ass? I actually think I'm amazing. Um, I'm so stable and perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everyone leaves me. Yeah. I do. Are you usually the breaker E? A little bit, yeah. I, um, I think... <laughs> <laughs> This is sad. <laughs> Did you guys like take a bet on this? No. Like, what do you think no. she does? <laughs> I don't know, but Eric is broken up. <laughs> I get broken up. Yeah, with you're a lot. the. Yeah. Oh yeah. So but I'm that's because I never give up. I run from love. Interesting. Yeah. I give up when it's like so late, and I should have given up years ago. Yeah. 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 So why do people break up with you? Oh, well, I break up with them. Um, oh. And primarily, mm. although not really in my early twenties, I got broken up with a lot more then. I feel like I'm like a hopeless romantic, and I have like a specific proclivity towards like very sad women. <laughs> if you, me too, mm. buddy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> the people will know exactly. <laughs> I I think like I was talking about uh, on my podcast when. Um, I was 18. I played on the high school baseball team, uh-huh. and they took us all to Hooters. Yes, please. Um, they took us to Hooters because we made the playoffs. There's nothing. This is unlit. Yeah. Be yeah, a light, be a gen- be a gentleman. Just- yeah, light that joint. Let's get deviant with it. Yeah. All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so they took us to they took us to Hooters. <coughs> and uh, people were like, whoa, like, you know, you were out in high school. Like, didn't you like seeing all those boobs? And I was like, that, <laughs> that did nothing for me. But if Hooters was just a place where women sat in a corner journaling, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'd do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'd Making do. Making gratitude lists. <laughs> yeah. If they were like, every time you get wings, someone will read you a poem, I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> Come here, sugar. I'll <laughs> save her, fuck. Just a bunch of women that look like Janine Garofalo. Like <laughs> I think she's really hot. I I'm also have a thing for older women, which has nothing to do with my mommy issues at all. Uh-huh. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You get it. My girlfriend's older than me. Like eight years older than me. What isn't she? This woman is <laughs> everything. She has it all. Yeah. Um, <coughs> so you date older poets? I still, you still haven't answered why people break up. You break up with people. Um, I try, m- like, yeah, I, I think I have a tendency to go towards people who, like, have had, yeah, difficult lives. And yeah. And then I'm you want to save them and you're like. Yeah. And, and then I think I get a little bit of a complex about that. I'm, and I'm like, I got to fix everything, but you can't fix everything. And that's like nope. not even. And then you release them back into the wild to fend <laughs> for themselves. Do you do the I thing? I make them better. <laughs> make them better for the next person. You're like doing <laughs> trap and release. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a you clip them, you neuter them. Yeah. <laughs> you give them some medicine. Yeah, and then you, you, you clip yeah. their ear so yeah. other people could tell they've been with Gabby. Yeah. It's just like a, 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 ther- <laughs> a book on 
on their shelf. Like some kind of give them a collar that just says "Be free." <laughs> <laughs> I think also dating me is like um, I'm definitely neurotic, and I have a lot of beliefs about like things people might think about me if I do this or that, and it it just. I think I project that onto my romantic partners too. I'm like, oh, if I act like this in my house, they they won't love me anymore. Mm. And so I get a lot of anxiety around the person like, like I'm be with. Like yourself. Yeah, like I have a hard time being myself in relationships. That like I think often in relationships I need to be like a more serious person than I am. And that yeah. that was something. Oh, that sounds awful. Do you not? Do yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, I don't want to cut you. Oh, I was just saying like uh. I feel like when I'm with someone, I try to be like, you know, I'm doing the dishes and stuff. And then on yeah. my phone, I'm texting all my friends like, all Jews are gay. So <laughs> <it's just> like, <laughs> not commensurate. I feel, I feel like in my last relationship, she was like, well, why don't you do that with me? And I was like, I don't know, because I love you. Like, I'm not going to ruin you with my little jokes. But yeah. it's probably why I Do you date creatives? I date, I date. I don't really date comics. I date people who are like kind of like on the cusp of creativity, like who are around creativity. Mm. But what I really date is organized people. Yeah, but they're I, the they're the exact opposite for people that like. Because I've dated I dated people like a nurse recently who I I was very much in love with, but she wanted kids, and like all this stuff that was just not feasible for what we're trying to do. You know yeah. what I mean? Like not in the next couple of years. But um, I took a job at one point managing restaurants again because I I felt this need to like be this like thing. That she would admire because this is the lifestyle she lives when, and in all reality, it's like, no, she liked me because I was myself. Yeah. But it's so hard yeah. to be comfortable being like, no, I need to be like a, it's a it's how a could you possibly it's respect a bad this? Thing. Yeah. It's a bad thing to have someone be with you because of like, I don't know, like, because you got a, a good job or whatever. Like, I want to be, no, I want my life to be in shambles and someone to still love me. That's what <laughs> that I really, really want. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, of course you want them, but I don't, I don't think I want someone to love me because of the job i have but it, it is nice to be able to like we would go to weddings together and people were like what'd you do and i was like oh i manage a restaurant a fancy hotel mm -hmm. and blah, blah 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 and like it felt good to do that for her with like as a you know what i mean it's mm -hmm. all ego based don't get me yeah. wrong i quit and i that's the first time i quit is the same thing it's ego but um it's hard when you're not dating someone creative that's why i ask because it's like i don't know you yeah. start you date a comic and then it's like oh they understand yeah, they, they get understand it. everything. Yeah, but yeah. then, but then you're with an insane person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've I've actually never dated a comic, although I did get my heart broken when I was like 23 by this girl who was a UCB improviser. Ooh. Possibly Whoa. the most embarrassing thing about myself. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I was like head over heels for this woman. We went on like three dates, and then she was like, "Well, you're still in your last year of college," and I was like. I, I don't care. Like, one day I'm going to be doing bar shows like you. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was the opposite dynamic. You had what you were like, I want to be the big man. And I was like, I want to do bar shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's just, how, was she older than you? Yeah, by a like lot, a year. Right? Oh, No, okay. by like, I, I, I well, have always annoying. gone for people older than me, but she was only older than me by like a year. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. The, di the dynamic in a relationship is very odd. There's always a power thing, but I feel like when you date a comic too, there's also like this thing of like, you want to be doing better than them, like you want to be. So that's weird. Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is the first comic. I've I don't know. When the comic I dated, I was very happy when she was doing well. But yeah. now that we're not, <laughs> you hear that, everyone? You now that this man will support your career. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're not dating, it bothers me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. <laughs> I've also, I mean, I've even heard from comics, like, because I, I always, my, yeah, my ex was not a comic, and no one I've ever dated has been a comic, but I've always heard from people, like, even in the relationship where it's, like, 
you're supposed to be okay with both comfort like couple uh, people in the couple like being out and about and doing mics all the time in those couples there's still times where it's like one person kind of wishes the other person would not do that spot that night so that they could go on a date you know of course mm. that, that's normal shit though yeah but that's always been interesting to me because that's how you find out like who the crazy people are who are like no i need the fifth sp- i need to do my fifth spot at this yeah, three yeah, yeah. audience bar tonight yes, exactly and yeah. skip our anniversary i'd yeah. be like what <laughs> that's crazy but also like i, I yeah it's a, it's about priorities i don't know man it, it, you uh, I can't tell if it's the same or I, different. I learned not to do that from my not the from the girl I dated in DC because like I missed a bunch of cool stuff we could have done oh, to yeah. go do a a dumb bar a show, mango show, yeah, or even like a mic, you know, yeah. And then once we broke up, it was like I'm dumb. Yeah, that was so stupid. Yeah. I could have extra memories. Not only that, but like you're gaining experience to talk about, and you're living your life, yeah, which feeds like, and you're you're filling your cup so that you can give it to more people when you perform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you're if you're de- if you're if you're trying to do twelve shows and you need every single show, you're gonna come off fucking weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. On the stage, you don't think so? Like, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, that's when all the jokes become like about. Comedy. So I was at this open oh mic God. the yeah. other day. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. an open mic is when. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like explaining your life to the audience, and they're like, it's "Are like, you okay?" Yeah, it's like Spirit Airline jokes. You're like, yeah. Oh, you travel a lot for comedy. Yeah, yeah like and you nobody. travel spirit because you're not actually rich yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, I don't. When the fuck? I don't know. Like, I know an airplane joke. I get, but like, what? It's it seems like a weird thing to bring up. I think. I think that the the latest hacky thing is Spirit Airline jokes, and frankly, I actually love Spirit Airlines. I'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no okay, need for yeah. an airplane experience to be good. You look like a Spirit Airlines mascot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually you doing Spawn like Con <laughs> for Spirit Airlines right yeah, now. you look like the person on the front of the pamphlet for Spirit Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> it's mid! <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's we love how mid this is. <laughs> It'll do, but that's uh, my energy as well. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a plane, fine. right? It is fine. I just flew Spirit. It was, it was great. All right, let's not yeah. talk about comedy. All right. I oh, hate comedy. Yeah, yeah comedy, <laughs> comedy sucks. Oh. Relationships, relationships. Yes. Well, I guess we could talk about roasting too. Nah, let's not talk about roasting. I don't want to talk about politics. All right. <laughs> God damn it! I no, I don't want to talk about three politics. things. <laughs> I had all of my uh, bits prepared for you guys, where I roast our president Joe Biden <laughs> with eviscerating content, but it's only because I dated him for like four years. <laughs> <laughs> he and I have a lot to say about each other. I can't. I, I feel like he'd be a good boyfriend. Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, he and Jill have been together how long? Yeah. And also, how many men can you gaslight like that, you know? Because he's just like, you know, you're, you're just like, Joe, you know, you, you could go do anything and then blame him for it. And he'd be like, oh, I, gu- I guess I did. I guess I did do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you can. <laughs> that's an amazing observation that you can gaslight a person <laughs> with dementia very easily. It's very easy. <laughs> you shouldn't. A lot of people you say shouldn't. you shouldn't. But don't knock it until you try it. (laughs) Um, Fun fact about me. It's just another reason I'm a nightmare to date. I'm deeply oversensitive. When I started watching the movie, it's like a recent Rosamund Pike movie about elder abuse where like she and her hot girlfriend like scam elderly people. (laughs) And uh, in the first five minutes of it, when I saw elder abuse, I started sobbing and made my girlfriend turn it off. You you <laughs> just wait when you saw like the word elder abuse. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read it on a page and I cry. I <laughs> There's like a harrowing scene where like Rosamund Pike like wins a kind of rigged court settlement against like a very very old woman and like takes her money and I was like 
bitch and I started crying and wow it's like, not even like real elder abuse no it was like in a movie I know I know <laughs> I know I know it's in a movie but also it's like in a court it's like not a well that's true yeah you yeah, never like, hear oh, this about this woman's oh. financially ruined turn it off <laughs> <laughs> she'll never recover from this they're on the people's <laughs> and it's a court <laughs> and it's a movie like it'll, she'll probably gonna be fine yeah <laughs> it's a movie I don't know how didn't she, feel how fine at the time how, so she'll, how will she have afford her hard candies no that's one crazy. yeah I do. Are you? Uh, you just is it turn ju- off movies? I can't I turn f- off a movie. I, I have people, to watch. I the whole like thing. the way people react to certain movies. But I find it very interesting. I cry at weddings. In movies. I also cry at what? Oh, do, but do you cry at weddings for real? The, the, oh my god! I I bartended. Oh, and I'll tell you about the stalker. I bartended at a uh, when I first got here. I bartended at a hotel, public hotel, and um, it was just like their events. So I'd randomly be there, but a lot of them were weddings. So I'd be in the area where they held the bride before she walked down the aisle. And so it would just be like me at the bar with like the wedding planner, uh, the bridesmaids, the bride and like her dad or her mom. And like I would cry every single time, (laughs) every single time I would cry and they would make fun of me. My my coworkers would like hand me napkins before like when they walked in. Yeah. There's a version of this scenario where now so many people have this memory that was like, yeah, I was fine walking my daughter to her eventual husband, but that fucking bartender <laughs> could not stop crying. It wasn't, it wasn't boo-hooey. Like, they never knew. But, like, by the time it was, like, when they st- all started to, like, walk away, I would get teary-eyed. Yeah. Not, like, boo-hooey. But, like, I would be talking to the dad, and he would be like, this is my daughter. Like, this. And he would start telling me how they met. Like, cause he, and it, was, it wasn't necessarily what he was saying. It was just the fact that he couldn't. He, I was watching this guy, like, break down yeah. and over-explain what was happening because his emotions were just, like, yeah. like he was just needed someone to talk to. Yeah. Just to, like, because he needed some mental support. I could just, and it was, like, always the dads because <laughs> they don't have anyone to, like, there's wedding planners and bridesmaids and it's their daughter. So, yeah. like, they don't want to, like, they're not involved, really. Yeah. yeah. But they're the one walking them down the aisle. So, they're, like. And the moms all buddy. have someone to talk to. Yeah, they're my buddy. Because they'll talk to their friends. Yeah. <laughs> but, but da- dads don't like have, like, brunches like that. No, dads no. are lonely. No. But the wedding is, like, you get to see, like, a soft a soft baby man. I, I wish dads had brunches. Now I'm going to start that. Dads should have brunches with their friends and drink mimosas. <laughs> yeah. Brunches, brunches suck. I've heard a um, lot of alcoholics either, like, like uh, a lot of them, like, are still bartenders. Because yeah. there's just <coughs> no inclination towards the alcohol. Uh, it depends. You know, you have people that go to meetings. That was never my shtick. I just kind of was like, I need to stop. But uh, some of them, like, you, you kind of make a, you, you, you go to, like, a weekly thing where you say you can't be around it. So they can't be anywhere near alcohol. Like yeah. They won't. They can't have it in their house. Like, they're, mm-hmm. you know, it varies, I guess. Because <laughs> um, they haven't quit. They just haven't relapsed yet. I know. I hate to say that. But there is, a, there is, it was never, it was never, um, I don't know. I didn't seem like beneficial f- to me to quit a thing and then still make it a huge giant part of my identity. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, I don't mm-hmm. think that that's a healthy mind space to be in, but everyone's different. That's yeah. like when you when you quit smoking. My, I think you haven't quit until you're like, because some people are like, I'm quitting, I quit, but it's not until you're like, I'm not a smoker that you truly not quit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just stop thinking about. I don't think about drinking ever. Yeah. I don't remember what it feels like. Like. I don't know. Even at work, sometimes like if someone needs like t- if they need me to taste a drink, I'll taste it and spit it out. It's, uh, I don't even. Wow, that's I don't cool. think about it. Yeah, yeah, I haven't swallowed alcohol. In f- it'll be almost four years. Yeah, that's swallowed cool. other stuff though. Come <laughs> on, come <laughs> on, come on. Right, <laughs> 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 like pints of ice cream, fatty. All right. <laughs> <laughs>
Can't do that. You, you thought it was, like thought a it was nice a rejuvenated joke. meal. <laughs> yeah, that was a good misdirect. Whereas I just literally was like, gay. Here I am being like, all my exes are women. I respect that. You know, being, being a I lesbian was, is a, isn't as gay. <laughs> if you That's ask me. That's a fact. It's <laughs> the straightest things you can do. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the three of us being like, women, (laughs) so straight of me. A podcast about, yeah, relationships and dating women. That's so funny. That's why I actually, I love like lesbian and bi women because they they know what it's like to deal with a woman. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And also, (laughs) here's something you guys might not know. It's like when you're in like a. I know the clitoris gets hard. <laughs> I know. But you don't know how far it goes. <laughs> but, but you when don't know you where really it find is. It, you don't know how far it stretches. <laughs> <laughs> it can go around your whole room if you want. Wait. You've got to wrap it up. What is that? Huh? What is the oh, clitoris? What is clip? How it's do you, an how do you in say it? Industry <laughs> secret. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. real, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, you, you're not going to need to know for a while. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's nothing you need to know about. Don't concern yourself. <laughs> but I think when two women are dating each other, you know, you have that classic thing where, like, your partner says, like, does this make me look fat or something? Mm-hmm. With a guy, you're just like, no, it's not. But if you're two women in a relationship, you're like, she's thinking about weight. Is she also thinking about my weight? <laughs> or at least that's how I am. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could not deal Does with this. Do these pants too, make me look like you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, another thing I dealt bitch? with. I've dated people at various levels of attractiveness. My last girlfriend was so fucking beautiful, and I'm like, yeah. what? Like as a as a girl, also like you get in your head about that. You're like, but she's the hot girl, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like. That's like a whole other thing, I feel like. I don't know if like straight, I've never been in a straight relationship for very long. And the last one I was in, I broke up with my ex-boyfriend accidentally the day after his grandmother's funeral, which I've spoken about a couple of times. But I don't know what it's like for you straights. Mm. Yeah, I have some of that too. Yeah, that's definitely ego thing. It's just insecurity. Like, am I going to be enough for this person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's really hard. That's that, that's That's the comic thing. He's like dating someone who's doing comedy. He's like, damn, dude, are you going to meet someone who's funnier or like mm-hmm. that you think is just like better or like can do more for you or like more creatively? Because the things that we value it and people are like creativity and like all this other stuff. And it's like you're bound to meet somebody more creative, like someone who's just like a yeah. genius. Yeah. Like there are comedians who are just geniuses. And like even if they're not anything, like you meet them and you're just like, it's, it's, I don't know. Dude, there's, so there's just insecurity there. There a lot. was a comic like, yeah. that I was, I was sor- sort of seeing, uh, and she would be like asking me questions about like comedy. She was new, and I like started to realize that she thought I was successful, and I was just like, "Oh no, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna realize very quickly I am not." <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing. That's what I thought about when you were like, um, when you're dating someone and, and you're trying to be like official. It's like, yeah, that's what it is because people they're they're outside their outside knowledge of like how comedy works. If they see your name on a bunch of flyers, they assume like. You're like, oh yeah, this person's crushing it. And it's like these are bar shows that like yeah. nobody gives a fuck about. Yeah. And to date somebody who's like that, and it's like, yeah, that's what I'm gonna go do every night mm-hmm. instead of hang out. And it's like they don't understand mm-hmm. what we true. get out of it or whatever. And it's like y- you know how long it is before you see any money or like you, even before you have a semblance of like this will probably work out or like it could work out or like I could make a living or like 
any of that before you get to do anything cool you have to explain to this person like this worth and, and they have no fucking idea and it's like that yeah that dynamic is so scary like it made me feel so much less than because mm. i just felt like am i wasting it really made me feel like i was wasting my time i i hurt almost not to be able to yeah yeah which even if you're not seeing somebody you could feel that way yeah yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you could i mean anyone could i don't <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're not. <laughs> um, but what were we, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was something about how I think it's interesting just in general even that sentiment like among comedians. Because I feel like my first year doing comedy, if I saw someone's name on a show flyer over and over again, I was like, I assume you're booked all the time. Yeah. But I think New York in particular is so massive like, the scenes are all, like, there are people in Brooklyn who you wouldn't believe how much reverence people have towards them. And, like, no one in Queens would know who they are. Or, like, mm-hmm. no one in que- mm-hmm. no one in Staten Island knows who any of us are. You know, there's, like, just so many different, like, microcosms, like, who's the god in New York or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's like a bunch of small scenes jammed together. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. And that's, like, I think what's interesting in general about, like, just all of our assumptions about comedy is, like no one can be everywhere at once unless they're honestly generating like a ton of content or going on the road about like, I don't even know how it would work, but like just these assumptions we make, I do think like carry over into relationships and also just carry into like why someone would be asking you those questions in general, yeah, yeah, yeah. just to be like, who the fuck is everyone? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Cause it's so hard to figure any of that out. It was terrifying. Cause it was just like, it's, it's like you it's think like, I'm someone I'm not. Basically. Yeah, and that, and that, that hurts yeah. your feelings too because you're not. Yeah, exactly. You know I know I'm at. not. Yeah, yeah and it's I'm like, very ah. clear on that. Yeah, but it's also like if you look at it on like a just scale of like what my parents I think would think of it. <laughs> I don't know. Like it is a cool. I usually default to your parents. So oh I'm glad you're bringing this up. Well, you should. Everyone should <laughs> seek the <laughs> approval of my parents because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are always like. Wow, wonderful! They're pretty supportive. They're like, "Wow, it's wonderful that you're doing this comedy." I'll be like, "It was three people in the audience," and they're like, yeah. "Those three people had a fun night." Were they always supportive? Yeah, pretty like much. Like with your whole life. Like, there were like certain problems here and there, but there was like one big thing really, which is that they just wanted me and my sister to be as creative as we could. Like they they like well, saw mm. that we were really creative kids, and they were like, "We're doing everything we can to like keep you this way." Wait, what kind of like creative kid stuff were you doing? I w- I wanted to be an actor when they I was They were popping young. each other's bubbles. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, you talking about if I fucked my sister? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, she was really into dance, and I, you're like, no, did you fuck? That's not <laughs> what I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not even totally a little not. bit. <laughs> <laughs> but did you? Yeah, it's, it's weird. it is weird that you went there. Because I didn't get that at all. <laughs> no, I'm going to clip it. What do you mean? I'm gonna clip it, it. no! Ah, I'll die. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just asking, uh, what kind of creative stuff? You're like, well, I fucked my sister. (laughs) Well, who's talking about fucking sisters? What do you assume? What? (laughs) She was into dance. She was a dancer. (laughs) She's, uh, yeah. Hot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And we both did acting. I did like, I wanted to literally be like a child star. As a, <laughs> like, as a kid I like let go of my delusions of like fame and grandeur so young because I was like I was literally like auditioning for shit as a kid but like really small scale stuff mm-hmm. like really like tiny commercials and like 
I got on a reading rainbow segment one time. Oh, they audition all those with Lamar kids. Odom or I didn't get to meet Burton him. or whatever. Oh, Lamar Odom is the Tim Burton? football Tim, player. Tim Burton. <laughs> Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah, it was Tim, Tim Burton's <laughs> reading rainbow. <laughs> it was, Let's read about the spider. I think spider. it was Lamar, <laughs> Lamar Burton, right? Yeah, that sounds Lamar. right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that was gr- they like audition all those kids to be like. If you're gonna read like some informational yeah. thing, not hot enough. Thanks, <laughs> 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 kid. This one seems like he would talk. <laughs> <laughs> that this kid's gonna negotiate a contract. <laughs> we can't have that. <laughs> this one's a little yappy. I don't think so, Toots. Bring me a deaf one. <laughs> oh my god, that is a fucked up time in my life. And then I tried to make internet content when I was like. 11. That's amazing. I released a video called Three Minute Baseball. <laughs> it's one of the most, like, I'll show you guys. It's one of the most, like, cringe videos anyone's ever made. It's in my dad's friend's office. And it's me stuttering, pretending to look at a laptop to call the news of baseball today. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Was the stuttering intentional? No, I was <laughs> terrified and they did not edit it well because it was probably so hard to watch. I bet it's hilarious now, though. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. honestly maybe the funniest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I wonder what it was like. Did it, do you feel different than your friends, like, having grown up uh, with creativity being fostered? Like, I'm, I feel like most people have it beaten out of them as they grow up. And I basically to try to make friends like that who, like, not necessarily people who are in creative fields... Like, my best friend in the world is just, like, an accountant. Yeah, but he's... She's, like, a... She. She. I know, as soon as you said she, I was like... (laughs) Sorry, I didn't... I didn't... Sorry, I assumed... Look. What? (laughs) 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 I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm staging a walkout. (laughs) How could you? (laughs) I'm telling Kamala Harris immediately. Women can be accountants. (laughs) 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 Women's is business, too. (laughs) (laughs) Women be... Women be numbering. (laughs) Women be numbering, bro. Uh, yeah, you can't be shopping if you don't know your account. If you don't know yeah. your numbers, if it's zero <coughs> in your account, you can't be shopping. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Women's is business. He's disgusted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I've been drinking what's probably your beer. I opened it first to share because it's the last one. This is so nice. Thank you. Wow. I love yeah. this. We're like outside <laughs> in a backyard yeah, talking about good. God knows what. <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about God now. (laughs) We can talk about religion. Are you religious? I'm like spiritual. I grew up Jewish, but not. All right, let's turn the podcast, guys. (laughs) 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 Nice Yeezys you got. Those are are Skechers. Those are Skechers, baby. Yeah, let's not imply that he's super rich. I'm saying it because he's an anti-Semite. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just Eric. (laughs) Which you kind are of Jewish, right? Yeah, I'm Jewish. I'm, I'm reformed. Which I'm reformed, too. Reformed? Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's the best one. It's so good. I have a lot of trauma, but I don't have religious trauma because reform Judaism is just ultimately, I think, one of the best it can be. Yeah, it's mostly a guy playing acoustic guitar. It's so chill and it's so, like, fun. I was talking to John Moskowitz about, like, how there's a kid in every temple who's just, like, the shofar kid. Uh-huh. Shofar kid is, like, the kid who girls are, like... He's literally like my brother. Like, I could change in front of him. That's how platonic <laughs> it is. And once a year, that kid gets the ride of his life and is allowed to play the shofar, which is a ram's horn that you have to play once a year for the high holy days. Mm-hmm. And he's just like the only kid who can do it. 
It's like it's one moment in the sun. <laughs> I, I was a shofar kid. Yeah. Because I played trombone, <gasps> which is like the same. You got to go. And that's how you do it. Nothing has ever made more sense. We're so far I'm Jewish. I get it too. I get it. What, what we're saying yeah, is so Eric far. is a little is a little cuck boy. No, I get it. You can get you can get on board Eric, with that. Eric let Eric let the rabbi hug him longer, so he got to blow into the thing. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> we had a female <laughs> rabbi because we were progressive. We had a female yeah. rabbi. And they, did they put the orange on the seder plate? Do you oh, know about that? I do know about that. My sister told me about that a few years ago. There's this thing. Do you know what a seder plate is? No. It's at a uh, Passover. It's like a plate made out of a type of wood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just want to say you suggested religion. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm playing dumb. I'm, I'm interested. Uh, it's got all these like things representing the Jews' struggle in Egypt on it. Like there's salt water to represent their tears and stuff like that. There's uh, okay. haroset to represent the mortar that they use to make the bricks in the pyramid or whatever. And now in many Jewish circles, there's an orange. Oh, wow. Because one time a... They're adding to the Seder plate. Yeah. That seems a little sacrilegious if you ask me. It does to me, too, I've actually. Never been, yeah. know, I've never been a fan of that. I I guess it's, like, kind of fun because I think in 40 years there'll just be, like, a... Mil- there it's like the be, Stanley Cup. There'll be, like... An, <laughs> and an M&M represents... Yeah, is, yeah. is it, like, the Stanley Cup? <laughs> yeah, they keep... They keep every year they put <laughs> adding names. Do they really? Is that how that works? That's why it's like that. Yeah, every year they etch the, the winner. In. So how big is it going to be? I don't know. We're going to see. I think they'll just start writing smaller. (laughs) That'd be really funny. (laughs) Do they have to like extend it like well? They have, yeah. It was smaller before. It used to be just a. It used to be just the bowl. It was a stand. It was a cup, the Stanley Cup, Mm. and then they added the whole base. Sports are so cool. (laughs) It's like cool is not the word I was thought you were gonna use. Well, they're so like interesting. People don't understand. I think people are like, I hate sports. It's like, but you don't know how dumb and campy it is. Yeah. The fact that they are like, no, we can't get a different cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There can't be two. Like, there's a whole governing board like a, that sits in, like, a conference room and talks about, <laughs> about bullshit, just nonsense. But yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very odd. Yeah. But everything's like that. No, the refs have to wear slacks. You know what like I mean? Yeah, the most ridiculous. I said vertical stripes. I love, I love a sport that I don't know anything about. Like, I, I really want to go to like an Australian f- rules football game. Just like, uh, just going to like something you don't know anything about, but just like be like, yeah, like I really like that energy. One of my friends is really into F one <laughs> now, basically only because it's really petty. What? It, what into what? Formula One. Oh, racing. okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I hadn't heard of it. It's petty. The drivers yeah, are very petty. Yeah. I guess it's like because you have to the entry point for getting into the sport is like you have to be so wealthy. Mm. Everyone's just like constantly yeah. starting like rich people drama with each other all the time. Yeah, I like that. That's exactly why I would entertain something for yeah. the drama behind it. For real though. Yeah. I love the back. I love the uh I like the drama. Mm. The good drama right now is Crystalia. Rolling Stone wrote another article about him. Mhm. Again, not very funny. You know, yeah. It <laughs> wasn't a funny article at all. No. Yeah. I was going to say something somewhere. I was going to be like, you know, I wasn't a big fan of his performance in you. I want to I want to make a I want to make a documentary. <laughs> you guys know the documentary about like him, you know, being a rapist and everything. Shout out Kyle Anderson. Yeah. I want to make an, an a documentary with the exact same tone and like equally scathing, but it's just about him being bad at comedy. Interviewing like young women, they're like, There was so many act outs, I just couldn't <laughs> <laughs> 
You guys ever <laughs> seen a deer? <laughs> I don't get it. He's so funny on podcasts, but when I want to see him live. When I heard about him for the first time, it was because I was watching the Comedy Central roast of Justin Bieber. And <laughs> Justin Bieber had Chris D'Elia come specially because he was like, he's my favorite comic in the world. <laughs> That's why Chris D'Elia was on the Justin Bieber roast. Wow. And that, that was makes a lot of sense. What like got me into roast battling was watching like Natasha Leggero be like, uh, what did she, what did she say to Snoop Dogg? She said, "You look like Shaq Skeleton." <laughs> 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 like, that's like one of the best jokes I've ever heard. Like oh, I was so dying to write jokes like that. I love what's the one she's like. Um, <coughs> she exp- oh I don't remember it. She explains like three things. She's like, you know, Kevin Hart looks like. Uh, we could probably look it up. Kevin Hart looks like he does this. Snoop. This is, you know, ah, this isn't good without the examples. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> you mean the joke's not good if you don't know the joke? <laughs> what do you mean? You're not, you don't know any? You were literally, she was like, hey, you said, and like that. And then he was like, one of my favorite ones is uh, Ben Bailey was roasting Keith Robinson at the Patrice like a long time ago. And Kevin Hart came up with Keith Robinson. He like he was his mentor, and uh, at the roast, this is Kevin Hart had already blown up, and Ben Bailey was like, "Keith, you took uh, Kevin under your wing, and he ripped it off and flew away with it." <laughs> 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 it was just uh, it fucking destroyed. Oh, it was this one. Kevin does all his own stunts. He climbs into his own chair. He climbs out of his own bathtub, <laughs> and he goes up on his own wife. <laughs> Fantastic. That I cannot Goes believe. Goes up on his wife is a uh, <laughs> that's, that's a murder. Yeah. The fact that like I saw one of my like comedy idols for the first time do something like Natasha Leggero in the same yeah. like Comedy Central special where I had to see Chris D'Elia for the first time yeah. is such an upsetting memory that I'll <laughs> never forgive him for that. It's weird, man. How his uh, I don't know. We're gonna see the documentary was at a million views. Um, before uh. and he kind of just plowed through it mm-hmm. and no one said anything and then Rolling Stone just put out this article yesterday with 10 more women yeah but nobody reads articles but it is Rolling Stone mm-hmm. and here's the thing though is you put something out and then the internet picks it Twitter, you let Twitter you let everything else do the rest I wish the discourse would just be like here's an account of all the things he did and let's just like get rid of him in the public eye because now the issue is I just don't want to see his face anymore yeah, yeah. you know I mean I don't, he's, not really, he's not really he just keeps doing his podcast and stuff but after the first article came out, he because um, they wrote an article like a month ago, I think as well about it about the documentary, and he did a show in he had a show at the Hollywood Improv, I think canceled, and then he had a theater that he did that was like a twenty five hundred seater that he sold out, 